It's time for Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network. Tiger Talk, live from the Golden Q in Hayes. The Golden Q, dining, billiards, and a whole lot more. Two blocks east of campus, the Golden Q. If the game is on, we're open. Tiger Talk is also brought to you by these premier Tiger sponsors. Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Alice, banking one story at a time. The Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute, expertise, technology, and compassion, all right here. Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs. BTI, your John Deere dealer in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. The Taco Shop, dine-in, carry-out, or delivery. You've never had it so good. GNL Tire and Automotive, complete automotive service and repair, and tires for all driving needs. And a good Tuesday afternoon, and welcome into Tiger Talk. I'm Gerard Welbrock, voice of the Tigers. We'll be joined by head football coach Chris Brown. We'll be here until 1 o'clock today talking Fort Hay State football. So we'd love to see you out here for lunch. Uh, appreciate Coach changing his schedule. We had a Royals change in schedule yesterday, so we are coming to you on a Tuesday here this week as the Tigers uh, come off a big win at Missouri Southern, even a record of 2-2. Two and two, Now gets set for a big homecoming matchup this Saturday night with the Lopers of Nebraska Kearney. 4-0, ranked 14th and 15th, depending on which Division II poll you follow. We are live at the Golden Q, two blocks east of campus. Encourage you, you got a little bit of time left. The Crunch Burger quickly becoming one of our favorite, but it's a limited time. It's their September Burger of the Month. It's kind of wrapped in a tortilla, kind of a take on a Mexican hamburger, if you will, and it is phenomenal. We had one before the program today, and I uh, encourage you to, to give it a shot, but you have through Thursday, and it will be off the menu, just their Burger of the Month here at the Golden Q if the game's on they're open. Joined by Fort A. State head football coach Chris Brown and congratulations. Two consecutive wins. Got a road win Saturday down in Joplin knocking off Missouri Southern 42-21. to 21. Obviously anytime you win in the MIAA and you win on the road, it, uh, that's a good thing. Yeah, it is. You know, uh, we went down there and, and you know played really well the first half. I didn't think we played as well the second half, but that's just kind of how things work sometimes with the things they do defensively or even offensively, you know, just kind of keeping us you know, doing some different things that's just kind of got us off guard a little bit. But, you know, I was glad to win. I'm glad our kids, you know, came away with it. But there's still some things we've got to work on and get better. Well, one thing that you take away, Missouri Southern is better. I mean, you can see this the way they play, uh, you know, whether it's more organized. But they got a lot of good young talent. Uh, they're going to be a program to keep an eye on. Atiba Bradley has them trending in the right direction i would think yeah he does you know you look across the board on their on their roster they're they're very young a lot of freshmen were playing you know retro freshmen a few juniors and seniors but those kids played really hard you know their tailbacks ran the ball hard um their, their dbs came did a good job of getting down downhill and, and and making tackles and you know interrupting the pass game as well and uh, you know their linebackers pursued pretty well and their d-line played well i mean i thought across the board he's really got those kids playing well and you, you can tell they're coach with a good technique good fundamentals but you know they get after it and, and it wasn't just for one or two quarters they played hard for all four quarters 
back on the road for your team. Obviously, your first road game in Missouri Western was uh, a forgettable second half, and you kind of touched on how they didn't play as well this second half. But could you tell a difference in your team's approach to playing on the road? I mean, you have a lot of young guys and guys playing in some roles and leadership roles for the first time. Could could you tell where maybe they learned from that first experience in St. Joe and, and implemented here in Joplin? I think so. You know, we still have some problems, you know, as, as well with just different things just kind of get you off guard when you're, you know, as a coach, you always got to plan and a set schedule of how you want things to go. And, you know, it hasn't happened that way the last last two weeks. But it, it, it is what it is. I mean, our kids fought through with, you know, a couple of the little things that we had go on. But we we, we got it fixed and got our kids fed and, and, and everything was good there. So, but, yeah, I think they did. You know, I think that our drive, you know, they, they really focused in on what they are supposed to do because we stayed in Springfield, drove over to Joplin. They had a whole entire hour just to kind of think about know what they were going to do to uh, to get ready for this game and the things that they needed to do as well and I just told them to sit back relax and think about the plays themselves and you making the plays and uh, you know I thought we made a lot of plays in the first half well and normally you wouldn't do that you'd stay in Joplin but uh, unable to find a hotel they had a lot of things going on in town so that is kind of rare but in a, in a strange way you do kind of get that I don't know that that drive time, I think anybody who's driven a little bit, sometimes you can just you can hone in and focus a little bit. Yeah, you, you can. You just you know think about the things that you need to think on as well. And you know, the kids got the music on. And I'm just kind of lay back, close their eyes, and you know think about those plays. You know, and just call plays in your head and look at you know if you're an offensive lineman, just kind of see their defensive line and, and who you're going to double team and get up to. And the same with the defense, just seeing the play and making the plays. So a lot of times those visual things you know help more than what you think. Big day for Adrian Soto. Almost had 200 rushing yards, finished with 198 and a couple of scores. And it's not like we talk about him every week, but it just seems like he keeps building game after game and uh, improves off the, the time before. And he's developing into a really, really good running back. He really is. You know, he's just so patient and at seeing, seeing the, you know, letting the blocks develop. And, and then when he sees the hole, he hits the hole hard and he hits it fast. And uh, those are the things that you're seeing out there. He's really matured, you know, as a back from game one till now, just the maturity and his growth, you know, as, as a tailback. And, uh, you know, he's a weapon, can catch the ball out of the backfield, can run between the tackles. And, uh, you know, I'm glad he's on our side because he's done some great things these last few weeks. He really has done some great things and uh, was one of the candidates for player of the week in the MI. AA didn't get it, but uh, still t- just right at 200 rushing yards. Is, does anybody, and it's probably tough on the road because you are on the road, but uh, ever get word to you that someone's maybe close to a milestone like 200 yards or, or whatever? Do you ever get that? No, you don't. <laughs> you know, it's, I, mean, I don't know, it's just we're so in tune. And then, I mean, as coaches, if you know, in the box as well, you thought maybe somebody could tell you he's close to 200, but you know, I think at home, you know, Prickett would do that for us. You know, if he knew we were getting close to something like that, he'd come in and pop his head into our coach's box and let them know that we're getting close. But on the road, you, you really don't have a clue. And really, you get it so into coaching, you just you don't even think about those things. You didn't realize how many yards he really even had. You know, he's, you knew he was doing well, but you didn't know, you know how many total yards he had so far. Well, the Tigers win it 42-21. to We'll talk more about the game, and obviously we'll look ahead to Nebraska Kearney, who the Tigers host on Saturday, a rather large homecoming game. Tiger Talk is brought to you by Adams Brown, where they do more than just run numbers and file tax returns. They work hard to become strategic allies. That's Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs. We'll remind you, you can still chime in and ask a question for the coach. You can do so by going to FHSUathletics.com, look for Fan Zone, and then hover over that. You'll get a drop-down menu, and you'll see Tiger Talk Ask the Coach. 
and uh, submit a question. And if we use your question, you'll be in the running for a chance at a uh, gift card. It's a digital gift card from the Golden Q. Chance to win some free food from the Golden Q. We appreciate the questions. We've got a couple of more that came in this week. We'll get to those a little bit later on in the program. But ask the coach if you want something that's just you've been wanting to know from Coach Brown. He'll answer pretty much everything. Um, he has not turned a question down yet. So uh, go ahead and ask the coach and get a chance to win some free food from the Golden Q. Right now, we're going to take our first break. We'll be back with more Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. There's an exciting new business coming to downtown Hayes. The Fort will be opening soon. The Fort, located in the former Wild Rose building, will serve food, a wide variety of drinks, and will feature games and entertainment. It will be completely different than anything else in western Kansas. The Fort is now looking for bartenders and servers to join their team. Call or stop by the Golden Q in Hayes to apply for positions at the Fort. Training will begin at the Q. Apply today and join the team at the Fort in downtown Hayes. The most dependable and respected plumbing and mechanical systems provider in our area for 75 years, the Glassman Corporation. They have a long history of large projects and resolving building problems. They're the experts for commercial and residential heating, AC, plumbing, and geothermal systems, and they specialize in applied chillers and boilers of all types. Glassman has techs on the road all over the region every day. Call Glassman Corporation, 1-800-662-4318. That's 1-800-662-4318 and at glassmancorp.com. Stop looking for a job and start a career with BTI Equipment as an equipment service technician. BTI Equipment is one of the most progressive John Deere dealerships in the country and invests in technology, education, and resources for our employees. With industry-leading wages, uncapped bonus potential, paid training, company-matching 401k plan, and more, there's never been a better time to join the BTI family. Call on BTI. For career opportunities, visit btiequip.com. Vision, value, integrity. Being a part of a sports team means you are a part of something bigger than yourself. You are a member of a team. What you do on and off the field adds value. When you suit up and give it your all, you walk off that field with a sense of integrity. You see, many of the folks at Commercial Builders were athletes too, and they built their company around those principles. Commercial Builders, vision, value, and integrity in your construction solutions. Play clock down to three. There's the snap. Chance to throw. He's got Ramsey wide open at the goal line. Touchdown, Fort Hay State. A seven-play scoring drive for the Tigers. They made it look easy, and they score on their first possession. And when the Tigers score first, they are 52-10. and 10. Under head coach Chris Brown, they lead it 6 to nothing. And 53-10 and 10 after Saturday. Welcome back to Tiger Talk. We are live at the Golden Q, two blocks east of campus. If the game's on, they're open again. Come out till the end of the month. Get that uh, Crunch Burger. Uh, it's a really good burger. It's become one of our favorites here on uh, Tiger Talk. Yeah, it was a good start. It's always nice to come down and, and score on your first drive. Sometimes you worry. You make it. it it comes easy, and boy, you guys were clicking and really weren't pressed too hard on that opening drive that it did come too easy, and you sometimes see teams going to a little bit of a law. That kind of happened a little bit for you guys after that opening drive. It did, but now seeing that record, we probably need to start doing that more often would, the way it is. I right recommend now, it. 3-10, we'll, we'll take that at any time. But <laughs> No, it is. You know, sometimes it's it's too easy, and your guys get – then they start to relax a little bit, even though you, you can tell, hey, we've got to keep the pedal down. We've got to keep the throttle down. you got to have that killer instinct still as well, and – 
sometimes they just relax, you know, just a little bit. And just that little bit can, can cost you. And, you know, it, it did a little bit, but I thought we still played pretty well the first half. You had a couple of big plays on that drive. Monterio Birchfield, good to have him back. I know he missed the Lincoln game, but a tremendous third down grab. I don't know if many other players make that, but he used his big body to, to kind of shield the defender and then went up with that right-handed, pulled in that one-handed catch, a 24-yarder on, I think, third down in, in four or five, but to get keep that drive going early on. And that's the old Bama that we remember. You know, he, he's done that so many times in years past, and then that, when I saw that play, that just reminded me of, who he really is and what he can really be. So uh, hopefully we get some more plays out of him just like that. It seems like, and he had a touchdown catch later in the game, that he is getting closer to the form we remember. And it's hard to, you know, it's more difficult than you think just to pick up where you left off and you've been out of football as long as he did. And, you, I mean, you probably were hoping there wouldn't be as much rust, but it takes a while. But it just seems like he's getting a little bit more comfortable. The routes are better. He had some key catches there that maybe we're starting to see and get glimpses of what he was. Yeah, it is. And, and you know, our offense has, you know, changed a little bit since mm -hmm. he was here. So it's not the same offense and, and still trying to pick it up and, and, re, and, you know, relearn the signals and all those things that are going into it and the things that we do differently. So, you know, he still has got to think it's not, it's not the same stuff that we used to do when he was here that first, you know, those first years because, you know, it always kind of changes, you know, just a little bit. But it, it does take time, you know, when you're out for three years and, you know, and I couldn't imagine playing right now. It'd probably take me another, it'd probably take me 20 <laughs> years to get back in shape to even think about doing it. But it, it takes time to get, you know, all that rust off of it, get the feel of it again and understand how to truly play the game again. And, you know, he's getting there. He's getting close. And uh, as long as he keeps getting better each week, you know, he's going to be pretty good by the end of the season when we really need him. Five catches, 50 yards for uh, Bama. And he also had a touchdown in it. And then we heard the touchdown pass to Manny Ramsey. Uh, just another solid game. I mean, he's just one of those, you look up, he's got six, seven, eight catches. I think he's second in the conference in in, uh, in catches per game and just, just a solid, solid uh, a target, and obviously someone Chance looks for because he's so dependable and reliable. Yeah, he is, and he, and he has been for the last few years. You know, there's still some things he's trying to get through right now, and and, and I mean, not 100% healthy, but he's still, you know, he's, he's doing the things that he can right now, and uh, there's just still some stuff he needs to get done, you know, on the field as well, and, uh, you know, just trying to make himself a better football player too and getting on more of the same page as Chance as well. But, you know, he's done well for us, you know, even, you know, last year, 2019, did some mm -hmm. tremendous things. I mean, you're just starting to see that old Manny come back, you know, right now this 2021 season. I think maybe we we as fans maybe haven't taken into account not playing last year. Now, we've talked about it a lot, but now we're we're getting, you know, we're four games in going on to week five of the season, and maybe now just starting to realize the, the effects of not playing a game, and, and you've touched on it, the just you know even the practice and, and what you have to do to get ready to play a game and the rhythm and the grind and the routine it was different last year than it is this year and 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 maybe that's some of the reasons not just for your slow start but i think we're seeing in other teams it's taken maybe longer than coaches expected for players to kind of get back into that form yeah it is and you see it across the board d1s d2s you know wherever the junior colleges i mean it's it is taking some time and i just i think that's that year of not really being through that grind and even as a coach myself you know and we're, i wasn't used to working seven days a week like we are now you know and in a lot of hours and and preparing and getting ready where you get kind of tired and worn down and i think our kids are kind of that same way maybe it's just they're a little bit worn out a little bit tired but you know we got to get over that hump we got to get over that hill and, and 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 keep moving forward and getting better and i think our kids are starting to kind of figure that out 
you know, and we kind of got back onto a normal mm-hmm. schedule. You know, you have two Thursdays, and then all of a sudden it's Saturday, and then there's an extra practice that one week. And now we're kind of back into that three practices a week, you know, walk through day, then we're playing. And so uh, hopefully that gets them back in tune and kind of get back in line of how things are truly working. But, uh, you know, it's, it is taking longer than what you thought it would. And uh, I think it's just not having that grind for that, that, that one year. We are at the bottom of the hour. Before we go any further, let's go ahead and pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network. With a combination of Kaiser Liquor and Fort Hayes State Athletics, you're sure to be into something good. Kaiser Liquor and 14 KEYS Hayes. Gerard Welbrock joined by Fort Hayes State football coach Chris Brown. It's Tiger Talk. We're live at the Golden Q in Hayes. Tiger score on their first drive Saturday. Then you give up the big play. And you've done that from time to time. Maybe not as bad on Saturday, but they uh, Glage, and he's a good young running back, uh, a Joplin freshman, uh, bust one for 62 to tie the game, and it was game on. It was, you know, but, again, it's just one of those things where perfect play call, if we just run it right, the, the the play the way it was supposed to be ran it's it's a tackle for a loss and you know it's it's it's, it's we're gonna get the ball back pretty quick but you know we didn't it made a mistake and again we're young you know we still got a lot of young guys playing still trying to figure things out but uh you know that kid he hit the hole mm-hmm. broke a tackle and he was he was to the house and you know he ran hard but he's a, and he's young and he's he's gonna be tough to bring down these next few years Defensively, though, I thought uh, you guys adjusted. You had the big play at 7-7. You really didn't give them anything until that fourth quarter, and you kind of touched on it, maybe let your guard down a little bit. But for the meat and bones of that game, I thought your defense was really good. I thought so, too. I thought they did really well, you know, through the – you know, after that one series, and then that was after that, they they kept them in check and you know got the ball back to our offense, and you know allowed us to score some more points, and they gave us some good field position as well. So, you know, it all works hand in hand. And, you know, everybody's got to help everybody, offense, defense, and special teams, and that's how you win ball games. You feel your tackling has gotten better. I know that's one of the things we've talked about in the past, not having a season last year, and just the fact that teams don't tackle and practice and tackle much anymore for health reasons. And I know you kind of changed that up after week two, but do you feel your team is tackling a little bit better? I think so you still see them kind of stop their feet sometimes and not run through the tackle or you know try to lunge at the tackle instead of running through it and getting their feet to it so I mean there's still some things you got to work on sometimes the angles aren't quite there that they're, that they're supposed to take the proper angle and uh, but it is getting better you know every week and uh, you, you can sit in our kids and you know we're not, we're not missing nearly as many as we had in the past well the Tigers get the win 42 21 to even their record at two and two the Lopers of Nebraska Kearney coming to town for a rather large game on Saturday night Tiger Talk brought to you by the taco shop down in carry out or fast delivery the Taco Shop, they're just east of campus on A Street, 625-7114, or use their handy Taco Shop app, the Taco Shop. You've never had it so good. More Tiger Talk with Chris Brown after the break right here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. There's an exciting new business coming to downtown Hayes. The Fort will be opening soon. The Fort, located in the former Wild Rose building, will serve food, a wide variety of drinks, and will feature games and entertainment. It will be completely different than anything else in western Kansas. The Fort is now looking for bartenders and servers to join their team. Call or stop by the Golden Q in Hayes to apply for positions at the Fort. Training will begin at the queue. Apply today and join the team at the Fort in downtown Hayes. As an athlete, the one thing you dread the most is injuries. They keep you from being the best you can be. That's why for sports injuries, area athletes rely on the Sports Injury Walk-In Clinic at Hayes Orthopedic Institute. 
The trained professionals in sports medicine get you diagnosed and on the road to recovery as quickly as possible. Open Monday and Thursday mornings, 8 to 9. The Sports Injury Walk-In Clinic at the Hayes Orthopedic Institute will help you be your best. The Sports Injury Walk-In Clinic at Hayes Med, part of the University of Kansas Health System. Complete expert service and repair for whatever you drive. That's what you'll find in GNL Tire and Automotive. Over the decades, they've kept up with all the changes, and they always give you a free estimate and answer any questions you might have before any work is done. And of course, tires is in GNL Tires' name because they have a complete line of tires for all vehicles, situations, and budgets. GNL Tire and Automotive on the bricks in downtown Hayes. Our clients know Brungard Hauer CPAs in Hayes and Garden City, but do you know Brungard Hauer? Our CPA firm has helped clients for decades, over six of them to be exact. Our people are active in the community and we support local organizations. We not only serve large companies, but also small businesses and individuals of varying income levels too. If you have tax, accounting, or business problems and need solutions, give us a call. Brungard Hauer CPAs. We can help. We do that. Nice snap, handoff, Soto, finds a hole, he's at the 50, cuts to his right, 40, 35, 30, breaks an ankle tackle, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown! Ford Hayes State, Adrian Soto takes it 59 yards on the final play of the first quarter, and the Tigers are back on top, 13 to 7. Yeah, Adrian got a big run there, finished with 198 yards as the Tigers knock off Missouri Southern on Saturday down in Joplin by a final of 42-21. to 21. Welcome back to Tiger Talk, and it's brought to you today by BTI, your John Deere dealer, Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt. BTI, our family, in partnership with your family, got a first taste of that speed down in Tahlequah to end the 2019 season. I think he busted off a 64-5 or yarder. We're kind of scrambling to wonder who is this kid because he hadn't really played up until that point, but I think everybody's taking note, and you touched on it earlier. I thought he was extremely patient, but then when he finds that crease, I mean, he let his blockers do their thing, and then he turned on some jets, and you get him in the open field like that, you're not going to catch him most of the time. No, he's hard to catch, and, you know, he's strong, and he's hard to bring down as well, but you know, he plays like he practices. I mean, the kid practices hard every single play. Um, doesn't matter if it's a, you know, we're trying to do a little swing pass to him when he's making him score a touchdown. He's coming right back and, and 60 yards, right? He'll come right back and run another 40, 50 yards. But that's just, that's how he practices. You know, he tries to be great in practice. And, you know, it shows on Saturday when he's seeing things and hitting the holes the way he's supposed to be hitting them. And he's a good pass catcher. And you've had running backs. Some you've converted their wide receiver. But uh, that's not always the case with everybody. I mean, he's got soft hands. And you can really utilize them in a passing game, even line them up as a receiver, which we see from time to time. But he's versatile. You can do a lot of things with him. Tons of things. You know, jet sweeps, you know, just the inside run game. You put him in pass routes as well. And, you know, he's just a weapon. And uh, I'm glad he's with us because there's so many <laughs> different things that we can do with him, you know, week in and week out. And, uh, you know, we're going to continue to utilize him and his and his skills and, and get the most out of him. And, uh, you know, I'm proud of that kid and the way he works every single day. So it felt like that score because you had, I think, punted on your two prior possessions, had a three and out, and then you got a, a first down but then had a punt on the one uh, the third possession. But but that touchdown kind of opened the gate a little bit. You scored 21 unanswered in that thir- second quarter to give you the 35-7 halftime lead. It seemed like 
that was the play that kind of broke the seal a little bit and your guys relaxed and then got after it. Yeah, it's, and we need things like that to happen constantly. You know, and it's just, and it's just a few plays here and there that you have to make to to make those play, to make the things happen and uh, and to kind of get that momentum going on your side again and get that adrenaline flowing and just trying to get that edge again. And it's sometimes just, you know, a kid making a play and, and, and guys doing what they need to do up front to, to make allow him to make that play. But, you know, we need more of that stuff. You know, having, we, we got to learn to quit, you know, letting our guard down a little bit and keep playing hard for four quarters. How do you feel Chance has done? I know we talked after the Southern, or the Western game, felt like maybe he was pressing a little bit, and, and, and you kind of filled us in. It was not all him. A lot of it's been the wide receivers maybe not running the proper route, and that's led to some of the interceptions. But how do you feel he's played? It feels like to us, and you can tell us if we're right or, 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 or just full of it, but it does feel like he's relaxed. He's letting the game develop a little bit more and just going out there and doing what he can do. Yeah, the last two weeks, you know, he really hasn't impressed as much. I think he's just starting to relax a little bit. And, um, of course, he spends tons and tons of time in the film room, so he knows exactly what's happening, you know, against him, and, and he figures things out pretty quick. And, uh, you know, I think that he's starting to get that timing down with his receivers and, you know, little things like that. But, you know, He's still a dang good quarterback, you know, and I'll, I'll take him. I still think he's one of the best quarterbacks in this league, and, uh, you know, I'm just I'm excited to have him on our team, and I think he's going to keep continuing doing things week in and week out. Tigers led 14-7 after one, and then they put 21 on the board in that third or second quarter and uh, built a 35-7 to halftime lead. Vashon Waiters, and you've been – moving him in here and there. He played a little tight end for a play, maybe line up here. And you, you, you got in a, some end goal situations where you, you wanted to pound the ball and brought him in. And he's he's a big, strong runner and, and kind of a nice to have that two-pronged attack, able to, to use his strengths and help you get a touchdown. It is. You know, and that kid, he if you I mean, had, I mean could have left, right? A lot of kids at the, in his situation – you know, leave and don't hang in there and aren't loyal. And, you know, all those different things that these kids do. I mean, it's so easy for them to get up and leave. But, you know, he stayed true to our program and, and very loyal to us. And uh, he would start for a lot of teams in our conference. And, uh, you know, but he stuck with us. But, I mean, we, we love having him on our team. He's just, you know, he's strong. He's competitive. I mean, he, he gets after those guys when they don't do things the right way. And, uh, you know, I'm glad he's with us. And, you know, we're going to continue using him week in and week out as well. Well, the Tigers had the big halftime lead in Joplin. We'll talk more about the ball game. We'll look ahead to Nebraska Kearney. We'll also uh, field some of the questions that were submitted this week on the Ask the Coach section. Again, you can do that by going to the FHSU Athletics webpage, fhsuathletics.com. Look for Fan Zone. Go over that. You'll get a drop-down menu. And then on the bottom of that drop-down menu, you'll see Tiger Talk. Ask the Coach. Submit your question. Leave your email address because when we get your question and we get your email address, that'll put you in the drawing for a chance to win a gift card, a digital gift card for the Golden Q, which you can redeem for free food here at the Golden Q next time you're here, or even if you're from out of town, next time you come to a Tiger game. It's a great place to go before or after the game, the Golden Q. They're two blocks east of campus, the Golden Q, if the game's on. They're open. Tiger Talk also brought to you by Golden Bell Bank, where they make every story shine brighter. It's the way they do banking, one story at a time. Check them out at goldenbeltbank.com. We'll take another break. More Tiger Talk when we return here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. 
There's an exciting new business coming to downtown Hayes. The Fort will be opening soon. The Fort, located in the former Wild Rose building, will serve food, a wide variety of drinks, and will feature games and entertainment. It will be completely different than anything else in western Kansas. The Fort is now looking for bartenders and servers to join their team. Call or stop by the Golden Q in Hayes to apply for positions at the Fort. Training will begin at the Q. Apply today and join the team at the Fort in downtown Hayes. Your life is a story, a remarkable tale full of joys and sorrows, successes and failures. At Golden Belt Bank, we have this idea, a belief, really, that the best way to serve you is by getting to know that story, even becoming a small part of it. It's more than deposits and withdrawals. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit us online at goldenbeltbank.com, member FDIC. Their roots run deep in Kansas, and the secret to success, that little bit of something extra. At Adams Brown, they believe that business should be simplified. They ease your burdens rather than add to them. They aren't just your CPAs. They're an extended team just for you, a team that will work and grow together with you. That something extra is service that gets your attention, exceeding expectations. Certified public accountants at Adams Brown, going above and beyond on for you online at adamsbrowncpa.com a new school year means new routines and the taco shop knows that means you're busier than ever so the next time you're waiting to pick somebody up get your phone out go to the taco shop app and order ahead on special the chicken quesadilla 379 meat nacho dollar 69 and the pork nachos for 679 the taco shop you've never had it so good come on down to the taco shop First and 10 Tigers at the Lion 14. Pump fake for Fuller. Goes to the end zone. Birchfield has it. Touchdown. Four-day state. Montario Birchfield tiptoeing the near sideline. And the Tigers have added to the lead. It's now 20-7 with 10.25 to go here in the first half. That was Bamba's touchdown catch that gave the Tigers the lead, and they go on to win the ball game 42-21. Welcome back to Tiger Talk. Uh, Gerard Welbrock, Fort A. State head football coach Chris Brown. We're live at the Golden Q. We talked about that Soto. Really, the play that probably swung the game was the field goal. The uh, field goal attempt uh, for the um, Lions, and then Dalton Kuhn got his hand on it. Instead of them going up 10-7, you got the ball, and then Soto busted the big one. It was 14-7. Got a two big plays, special teams, and then the offense got the big run where the, the game changers on Saturday. Yeah, that was good. I mean, a great block by, by Kuhn. You know, we worked on that all week, uh, just kind of seeing how they were doing things with their, their PAT team. And, you know, he just ran right through the end, got his hands up and got it blocked. And he was he was close on a few others, you know, as well. But, you know, he's really come around, you know, these last few weeks as a defensive end for us, playing hard, playing physical, making some plays, you know, that we needed him to make. And you can tell he's really starting to grow into that position and really starting to mature at that position. And, uh, you know, I'm excited for his, his future. You know, he's still got three more years to play for us. It's going to bring that up. It seems like he's starting to come into his own. And he's another one, obviously, you no know, season last year, but he also had the knee injury. And, he really didn't get that redshirt year because he couldn't practice. He was coming off the ACL by the time he got healthy. I know that in the spring you kind of did stuff, but it, it takes a while. And, and it's unfortunate because that's a big development year. And 
not only just not on the field, but you can't hit the weights like you normally would, and it kind of it kind of hampered his growth. So in a strange way, last year's COVID year may have been one of the best things for him because he kind of gets that red shirt year now. Yeah, he got back, you know, and, and gives him an opportunity to get himself, you know, the way he needed to be, you know, to have that extra growth and maturity, you know, to to gain the strength back and and, and to gain the speed and then just gain the confidence in that knee as well. And uh, you know, he's done that. You know, I, I mean, I, I think I really nice saw him turned on was really the Mo West game. I really saw him turned on, in, especially in that second half, mm-hmm. is where the the lights came on and that kid really started playing well and playing hard. And uh, you know, that was that was the coon I was looking for, and he he's he's back. Isn't it funny how that works? And we hear it all the time. It's kind of a cliche, but. You know, the game slows down or the light switch turned on. But it's so true. I mean, you can, you can almost pick moments where someone makes a play and then it was lights out from that time on. It's, it is funny how it just takes one instant and all of a sudden they're a whole different player. It is. And it's just, and then they start looking back going, why did I make it so hard? You know, and you're like, I don't know. Why did you? And it's not that difficult, but it's just, maybe it's just, you know, the confidence. Just the confidence is all of a sudden there and you, and you feel it and you're feeling good about yourself and you start making some plays and you start making another play and, uh, you know, now you got it. And, uh, you know, I'm proud of the kid and the way he's come back from all the things, you know, with his knee and, and then it's just what he's playing for us right now and the leadership that he brings to this team. We did have, we were talking about the Ask a Coach section. We did have a couple of questions set in. One of them is about a current Tiger that, that is out. Offensive tackle Ted Hessing, um, his status with the team right now. I'm still doing his treatment, still going through rehab. Um, I mean, just trying to make sure that he's fully good and, and you know, and, and ready to play. And, uh, you know, if it's towards later in the year in the season, we're probably not going to use him because we don't want to waste his senior year on just two or three games if that's it so probably looking more of a redshirt year for medical redshirt year this year for him just to to make sure that he's fully healed and 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 ready to go but you know he's he's walking around doing things he's doing some strengthening stuff as well looks really really good but you know their safety is most important to us and and then being totally healthy is more important to us than, than playing a few games so we're gonna make sure that he's good you know, before we use him. And that's one, you know, we talked about the offensive line and maybe uh, struggles early on. You had some open, but but that was a guy who started for you two years ago. Um, and he just brought a, I don't know, an attitude and nastiness to that offensive line. Then he goes down in the, um, was, I think it was a Swasu yep. uh, scrimmage at Lewis Field last, uh, last spring. Uh, with an injury and then still recovering from that. But but that also kind of affected because that was, you know, one less position you thought you had to fill on that offensive line coming into the season. Yeah, it is, and it's tough. And then you start talking about dollars and money and, and scholarships and equivalencies. And, you know, you still got Ted who, who's not playing, but you still got to go find another kid as well, and you got to find a way to get those equivalencies back and, and, and get those ki- get a kid here. And, you know, we were lucky enough to find a couple kids to, to help us out here in the, in the, in the stretch. And, uh you know, Ted will be back, and he'll, he's going to be back, and he's going to be 100%, and he's going to be ready to go. And, you know, he is. He, he's tough on the football field, but I'll tell you what, he's one of the best teammates that you'll ever meet. I mean, he'll do anything for anyone, you know, on that field. Even, even for his coach, he'd do anything. You know, but he's one of those guys, if I was going to go down a dark alley, he'd be the one I'd take with me because I know he'd have my back and he'd be there for me. And we see him with some of these other guys during practice. He's out there trying to help them along and just share his knowledge of, of being a veteran on the football team and help them become better as well. Um, another question, this is a little bit interesting. I know you weren't a part of four-day state when they were in the Rocky Mountain Athletic Conference. However, you did have a scrimmage with Colorado School of Mines last spring. But basically, how do you think the top teams in the RMAC and their examples were Colorado School of Mines, who I think is ranked fifth this week in Western State, 
uh, Colorado Western now uh, out in Gunnison receiving votes. How do you think they would finish in the MIAA? Top third, middle third, bottom third? Is it hard to say? I don't know much about Western, but I do know Mines just because, you know, when I was at Washburn, we played Mines a lot, and we played, you know, Mines this last spring. But, you know, I think Mines would be in the top, you know, top third, you know, in our conference. I mean, they're, they're solid. They're smart. Uh, they play hard. They play physical. Um they're a good football team, and they're coached very, very well. So for them, for sure, they'd probably be in the top third. Um, don't know about Western State. That's a hard one for me because I've never seen them in person or even played them. They are challenging on the road because it's the highest, I think, I think their stadium might be the highest in, the, in North America, or at least in the United States, even higher than Wyoming's. They're up, and uh, yeah, I made the mistake of trying to jog from the basketball arena to the football stadium doing an interview. That was that was bad first <laughs> quarter just to get through it. But but that yeah, is interesting. I, I think and that's maybe where the MIAA, the difference in the MIAA and other conferences, and then there's some great conferences, but the depth. I mean the depth in the league with good football teams. I mean you look this year uh, with you at two and two. You have now Emporia State two and two, uh, you know, Pitt, Washburn, Kearney Northwest, Western's good. You could even go further down. I mean, you've got Southern's on the rise. I think of that bottom third, Southern, Lincoln, Northeastern. I think you probably put them at the top. But after that, there is no gimme. I mean, it's it's tough to find a conference where those type of teams are hard to beat. And if you don't play well, you're in trouble. Yeah, you're looking at Central Missouri right now, who's yeah. 0-4. Who wants to play and, them and at 0-4? And, and they're a good football team, you know, and they're a very, very good football team. And it is, it's it's just what it is. It's week in and week out. You got to be ready to play. Whether it's Southern, who really gave us a run for our money, I felt like, um, and you know all the other teams, and then you know Northeastern beat Southern as well, mm-hmm. and then, I mean, and then Southern beats UCO, and then, I mean, you just don't know. It's week in and week out. And I think it's just kind of how the matchups work. You know, strengths and weaknesses, and you got to be strong in all positions, and you can't have any weaknesses. And if you do, those teams are going to find it and, and capitalize on it. So, you know, there's there's no gimmies. You know, so we got to be ready week in and week out. And by and large, I think your players have been through this enough. They they recognize that, and you can't judge a team by maybe even what they've done in the past or, you know, certain programs maybe don't have the mystique as others because, heck, Fort Hay State was in that boat for a long time. Obviously, you guys have done a lot of hard work to change that and, and have turned that around, but it can happen to anybody. I mean, you can turn around and become a powerhouse, um, and, and I'm sure your guys can appreciate that and, and, and know they have to be ready to play each and every week. Yeah, you can. You know, you can go – 11 and 0, like we did the one season. The next thing you know, you could be five and six the next year. Just depends on how the ball rolls that day, you know. And it, it's it, these games are tough. And when you look at the scores, the scores aren't you know very part, very far apart. Like Carney right now is four and 0, but could be very easily two and two, just like we are right now with you know a close game with UCM and a close game with Washburn. So you know you just don't know week in and week out, but you just got to be ready to play and then be locked in and focused. And there is no gimmies. And uh, so we just got to make sure these kids are prepared each week and, and, and doing the feeling, things that they need to do to be ready each week. Well, I mean, you look at your season right now, you can break it down to maybe three, four plays. Could be the difference of being three and one, maybe four and oh, two and two. I mean, it, it does it. It does. It's a handful of plays at the end of the year that determines who wins this conference every year, it seems like. And it is. You know, just those those mistakes will cost you. And, uh, you know, we can see that right now that those mistakes cost us. You know, a lot of turnovers against Western. Um, you know, Long fields, you know, against Northwest and a few plays here and there that that, that cost us. So, uh, 
you know, a few things. We could be sitting here four and zero, but you know, we are two and two. And but now I'm telling our kids we're zero and zero. We got to go one and zero next week, so we got to win this week. Tiger Talk brought to you by the Hayes Orthopedic Institute, expertise, technology, and compassion, all right here. The Hayes Orthopedic Institute, the official team physicians for Four Day State Athletics. We're going to take our final break. When we come back, we'll preview the Lopers as Coach mentioned, off to a four and zero start and a top. 15 team in the latest Division II coaches poll, and we'll break them down when we return on our final segment here on Tiger Talk, along the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. There's an exciting new business coming to downtown Hayes. The Fort will be opening soon. The Fort, located in the former Wild Rose building, will serve food, a wide variety of drinks, and will feature games and entertainment. It will be completely different than anything else in western Kansas. The Fort is now looking for bartenders and servers to join their team. Call or stop by the Golden Q in Hayes to apply for positions at the Fort. Training will begin at the Q. Apply today and join the team at the Fort in downtown Hayes. Save all month long on the items you need at Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes, your local Napa Auto Parts store, now handling Craftsman hand and power tools. Get the Craftsman V20 Cordless Impact Wrench Kit for $199 or the Craftsman Cordless Saw Kit for $149, along with Scott Shop Towels for just $279 and Seafoam Products, your choice, $799 each. Stock up on cleaners, shop towels, and more at Gibbs Auto Supply today. Shift your summer into top gear and get a free ride with an internet speed upgrade from Nextech. Right now, current customers can increase their speed without increasing their price for three months. Don't have Nextech internet? Switch and we'll give you a $100 credit. Upgrade now and get entered to win a $250 gas gift card. Another free ride to go where you want. Take a free ride on us. Visit Nextech.com to sign up today. Some restrictions apply. Midwest Energy's Housemark program is the easy way to make improvements to your home, like new heating and AC, insulation, and air sealing. With Housemark, you'll get a top-to-bottom energy audit from a certified auditor who will suggest improvements. You pick an approved contractor to make upgrades, and we pay up to 100% of the costs. Payback is made through savings on your energy bill. Learn more at mwenergy.com. Midwest Energy, a customer-owned cooperative, making energy work for you. Chance takes the snap under pressure across the middle at the back of the end zone. It is caught by Schremer. Touchdown, Ford Hayes State. He scored on the final play of the second quarter a week ago. He scores with 14 seconds left in the second quarter today, and the Tigers lead 34 to 7. Yeah, made another start on Saturday, Alex Schremer, and uh, another guy I know you're excited about. And we just every week see him doing a little bit more, make another play, got a got a touchdown catch, two TDs in consecutive games now for the Great Bend product. And he's just a freshman, and you know he's continuing to get better each week, and uh, you know build more confidence each week, and uh, you know just some things he's still got to learn, you know, but he's going to learn those as he goes along, and you know these next few years, and he, I think he's going to be really. You know, standout receiver for us here in the future. Yeah, we're live at the Golden Q. You can get the Crunch Burger through Thursday. It's the burger of the month. We highly recommend it. Uh, kind of a mix on a Mexican hamburger, if you will, with a little pico de gallo in a in a tortilla wrap. It's a really, really good burger, and we recommend it. Of course, you can have all the great burgers on the menu here at the Golden Q. All right, Nebraska Carney comes to town. They're 4-0, 14th in the coaches poll, 15th in the latest D2Football.com rankings. Obviously, a great, a great season. Season. And your last two games with them have been down to the wire. You won a double overtime there. You had a close 
one last time they came here. Um, they've just continued to get better and better and better under Coach Lynn. And uh, you, you see it before. They've won on their last two possessions in the last two weeks. Uh, they're, they're right now putting together something pretty special. I know you guys will try to have a say in that on Saturday. They are, you know, and, you know, Coach Lynn's done a great job of, you know, recruiting to get the kids in there that fit, you know, what he does offensively and defensively. And, uh, and they got one heck of a quarterback. You know, he runs very well and uh, he makes people miss. And, you know, his arm's gotten better each and every year. And, uh, you know, they got two strong tailbacks. They got good receivers. Their offensive line's really big up front and, you know, move people. And then defensively, you know, they give you a lot of different looks. And, uh, you know, those are things that we got to simplify for our kids to make sure that they know exactly what's going on because it might be a different look, but it's almost the same thing. So just got to prepare our kids and get them ready. But they are a dang good football team, and uh, you know, they are 4-0, and they're going to try to come in here and be 5-0. And, you know, we need to be 3-2 and when this thing's all said and done. T.J. Davis is their quarterback. He was the freshman of the year in the MIAA, his freshman campaign in 2019. You mentioned him throwing it better. Is that is that the biggest change? Because he's always been a good runner and, and maybe almost looked to run more, but it seems like he can make the big throw when he has to now. He does. You know, he's great with the play action. You know, now he can get in the pocket, and he, he feels comfortable in the pocket. You can see that now, you know, and, and able to throw the outside throws, you know, the deep outs and things like that, and, and, and the deep ball. So he's really grown and matured, you know, and being a, being a passer as well. So, uh you know, we got to find a way to keep him in the pocket and, and get some pressure on him when he is throwing it. But, you know, we got to stop him more, you know, in the run than anything else because he is one heck of a runner. And I would, I'm sure you've said it, but we're going to hear it a lot the rest of the week. Assignment football, a team like this, if you try to do too much, that's when you get burned and all of a sudden Davis or Seeley or whoever breaks a big one. And even if the play isn't to you, you still got to do your assignment every play. I'm sure you've been pounding it into your team, but that seems to be the key against a team like Carney. Yeah, it is, but you don't want to be so simple that it's so easy to figure out as well. So you got to have enough in your pocket to you know, be able to mix things up and, and try to keep them off balance as well. So you know, I know Coach Harris and our defensive staff will have our kids ready to go and get them ready. And I know Coach Bryant and our offensive staff will, will get our offense ready too. So hopefully we can score a lot of points and our defense can keep them off the board and get the ball back to our offense. And we have great, we're great on special teams, but you know it's homecoming, and we need to come out here with the W. You like homecoming? Nah, the, for the fans, yes, I love it because it's a great atmosphere. A lot of people there, but just all the things that go with it and different things. You know, trying to keep our kids focused. Our focus is our players is, is the football game, and that's their homecoming. It is that they need to win this thing. All right, sounds good, Coach. We appreciate you juggling your schedule to talk to us on Tuesday. We'll see you Saturday night at Lewis Field. Sounds great, Gerard. Thank you. That's Coach Chris Brown. Tiger Talk brought to you by Adams Brown at the Taco Shop. BTI, Hayes Orthopedic Institute, and Golden Belt Bake. 7 o'clock kick. We're on the air at 6 with the Auto World pregame show. Saturday night from Lewis Field, Fort A. State, and Nebraska Kearney. That's going to wrap it up for Tiger Talk live from the Golden Q here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction.